Hello everyone, welcome to Laugh and Learn with your host Alessia Shannon. In today's episode, we discuss some of the ways in which the COVID pandemic has impacted us both positively and negatively. The aim of this episode was not to get political, but just to share some of our personal takeaways from everything we have gone through. From coping with lockdowns and finding ways to working out during them, to appreciating precious time with loved ones and struggling with being separated from family. We also get a hint to how masks are still weird and can hide quite the surprises. We hope you can relate with some of the points we bring up, and more importantly, we hope you enjoy. Hey, Ale. Hello, Shannon. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. I can't believe how fast this summer has gone. I don't think just this summer. I think the whole 2021 has gone so fast, or even 2020 has flown by. I almost feel I lost a year, in a way. I gained it, but I lost it too. I just, it's gone by so fast. It's hard to even wrap my head around it. I think for some people maybe, and what we can talk about it later, that some people experience COVID in a very negative way. And for them, probably time was so slow because maybe during the first isolation, they were alone. And so just time stopped. But for me, time just flew by once COVID started. Yeah, it's really particular how it all went down. And uh, it's hard to grasp. There's some moments where it feels never-ending and it's slow and others you just don't realize. You feel, as you said, that you've lost, I've lost a year and a half where you haven't done a whole lot and it just has gone by before you even know it. And it's really, really strange. It is strange. I do feel almost, as you say, that I lost a year and a half. And in some senses, I did gain some time and I gained precious moments with loved ones but I, it went by so fast that it's mind-blowing. Yeah the world has changed before our eyes and is changing before our eyes and you just we're just thinking about what we now a year and a half in take as completely normal that we would have never a year and a half ago. I can't believe it's a year and a half. It's just I can't nuts. believe it. that's true. Yeah if you look back to when the entire COVID-19 started. Everything started so fast. I think where I was, at least in Canada, I remember texting a friend and she was telling me how, yeah, in Switzerland, they're thinking about closing the schools. And I had not even really heard about the virus in Canada. I said, that's so wild because we haven't even talked about it here. And then three days later, we were talking about making all school online for me too. And so in three days, everything just changed. Overnight almost. Overnight. I remember I was in Germany when it all hit. I was playing basketball. We had the season going on. We were playing. And, you know, you get ready all week for the weekend. Wednesday comes along. Our coach says, listen, this weekend's game will be cancelled, but stick around. Everything will be fine. Thursday, team meeting. Hmm. It's a bit more complicated than this, but still, no worries. Stick around. (sighs) Two weeks, it will be fine. I was telling people... Two weeks? This virus will be long gone in two weeks. No (laughs) issues here. Saturday comes around. Oh, we're sending everybody home. Pack up your apartments. You're (laughs) the first flight out. I was like, what? And so all the way came back to Switzerland. And then it started months of lockdown where you saw people, no one in the streets. People went nuts buying. Like if the world was going to end, you would go to grocery stores. And he's just like, are people either become professional bread makers overnight or what's going on? That's so true. I remember going to the grocery store in Canada and just basically there were certain things completely out of stock, whether it was the frozen berries, 
Yeah. As you say, the flour or anything to do with baking. So many Toilet things. paper. That was a weird phase. Everybody was stocking up on toilet paper. I think just how people were so insanely scared made everybody scared around them. And so everybody was stocking up on these things, thinking that the world was going to end. So I too also had a moment of thinking, we better stock up here. (laughs) Are we over? Like, what's going to happen? Is this the end? Yeah, I had a little moment. I'm not going to lie. Because all of a sudden, as you say, it was really fast. It went from normal, normal, normal to, ooh, something is strange to no one move. Everyone indoors. No one do anything. Almost like a movie where you're in it and you're not sure what's going to happen. And you're not sure where the plot's going with this. And you're stuck. And it's scary almost. I'm ready for this movie to end. Yeah, and it's an ongoing movie. We're yeah. not quite sure what's going on. What's it's going a on? And horror movie. I think at least I was just so so lucky and thankful to have had my mom there with me, our brother that lives in Canada, and his girlfriend come, and we all did our first lockdown together. But I was just surrounded by love and support, and we're there together. And I almost needed that time, at least with our mom. COVID for me came at a moment where I needed a little bit of precious time with our mom more than ever. And so at the beginning, COVID saved me because I love the thought that everybody was home and I was not the only one. And I could be with our mom and just slow down a bit and enjoy. You know, when you need your mom, that was for me a really good moment. So in a way, I'm very thankful. And of course, I know that so many people had it worse and I had it so good in a way. No, it's a good perspective to have though because we were all forced to put a pause on our busy, busy lives and and I'm sure when you're in a, in a position where you actually need that time when everyone else has to also stop, you don't feel like you're behind or something because this crazy fast world we live in sometimes makes you feel like you're missing out or behind when, because it's just so fast-paced. So when everyone had to stop, it actually was probably... It's a good perspective. It's true that it put importance on taking a breath and taking some time to be with loved ones and yeah you it's true that I was also very lucky that I could be here in Switzerland unfortunately I wasn't with you guys but I was with our other brother Jason and our father but and not everyone was as lucky as we were to be with loved ones but for sure and as you say for somebody that needed that time off and that break it was helpful to know that everybody was in that same situation and that I was not missing out because as you say we live in this world that it's kind of crazy how it's so fast-paced and if you're not productive all the time or you're not doing this project and that project and you're not starting your own business and you're not going there it makes you feel like you're not doing anything in your life and it's just let's take a breath people and let's tap back into what's actually important to us and what we actually need and I think for some people that time off and that that little break and pause was so needed and of course we were lucky because we were with loved ones and I know other people that were stuck in lockdown and could not travel and were alone and that was just one of the darkest times of their lives and I'm so sorry for those people and for that that happened to them but yes I have just a very positive perspective on how it happened to me but yeah for many aspects the the lockdowns 
yeah, made us all slow down and allowed, as we already said in the previous episode, allowed this planet of ours to also regenerate because we took a break. And so there were a few positives, but as you say, there's different people that experienced it very, very differently. Also, it is not sustainable. And I think in a way, in a weird way, if you want to look at it maybe more meaningfully, COVID was a message to tell us that our way of living is not sustainable. Just us our busy lifestyles and just maybe our super consuming mm-hmm. society that we live in. It's just not a sustainable way of of living. And at the beginning, I almost thought that everybody was tapping into this message that we actually do need to slow down and we need to tap back into what we actually need and what's important to us and that we don't have to travel all the time. We don't have to buy that. We Whether you were fortunate enough to be with your loved ones or not, you knew that in that moment you wanted to have a loved one with you and that all that matters, mattered was being with that person. And your health and exactly. the people you love. Oh, for sure. And so I think that at the beginning, we did understand that that was a message and that maybe we actually should slow down and change our habits and live a more sustainable life. But I think that once things started to open up and people were getting a bit tired of lockdown and understandably, of course, but I think people started to forget what we had gone through almost and just wanted to rush back to our normal life. And in a way, we can't go back to that normal life because as you say, our planet did actually breathe for one year. And right now it's gone back to horrible because we started back the way we lived and rushing back to traveling and doing this and that. And right now, what saddens me is that we are only talking about, of course, vaccinations. And we're, you know, our climate and our world is going to crisis and we're not even talking about it. It's true that it's not um, at the forefront when it really should be. And you're right, we probably are putting too much importance on going back to what it was before when really what how things were before got us in this mess and we're not sustainable and we're not okay. So hopefully there are certain positive things that we can learn from the COVID experience to implement. And one of them hopefully is to really put value on the things that really matter the most. And uh, I think working from home more often, I'm not saying that everyone should only work from home because I think we need to socialize and to be with people. We're social beings, so we need to interact with people. But maybe there can be a bit less travel and people can realize that they can actually give a conference from where they are and they don't have to travel mm-hmm. to a thousand different places every year to That's give true. conferences. So there are certain positive elements that we can hopefully learn to implement in our daily lives. And as you say, like, I mean, of course, it's not the same giving a conference virtually or in person. Of course, you get something from the audience and all of that. But sometimes we have to tap into what's actually important because if we want a future for the future generations, for us, for everybody, there's no way you can go back to living the way it was. No. And... Maybe uh, like um, consuming more local products. At some point we were forced. We couldn't go to Italy, for example. We live in Switzerland. We couldn't go to Italy to, to buy. And so we were forced to somewhat stay more local and, and support local businesses. And yeah, I mean, constant lockdowns are not the way to go. And it's it's not a way to live. It was horrible. We haven't seen our grandparents in over two years. And yeah, it's hard. Absolutely to be away from people we love and things are made really complicated but hopefully we can learn some lessons that we can implement going forward yes and i think also just if you look back on your time on lockdown 
you did take the time to do things that you never do. For example, whether it, it was for somebody starting to podcast. For some people, it was gardening. For some people, they developed a love for cooking or reading, drawing. And sometimes it's about taking a bit of a break and just doing things for you too. Yeah. It's not always about being the most productive and having done XYZ things, but just taking a moment. And I think during lockdown, we did take that time to do things like that. But now it's all about going back to our normal lives and trying to rush back to a type of living that isn't sustainable anymore. Yeah. How did it impact you, uh, the COVID? How did it, I know school then went online. Yeah. So you have now been doing schooling mostly online all of last year was online you finished yeah. your semester in 2020 20. 20 online and then i started again my third year of university online and for some people online schooling is very hard and i definitely did miss the in presence and it's a different experience but for me it worked really well i guess i'm very self-disciplined and organized so i was able to do it online no problem How did it impact your, your training, for example? Mm -hmm. uh, you do track. How did it impact that from the very beginning? So I was a bit nervous that I was going to how I was going to keep up with my training and my routines and all. But I found more creative ways to work out and more circuit-based trainings at home. And realized that you can do a lot from home yeah, and without our much. Involved, didn't you? Yeah, so our, our mom, yeah, we decided to make a little program together. And uh, running outside in the cold in Canada was definitely a challenge, but I had done it before, so we managed. And um, the only problem with, I think, training and COVID and when there were lockdowns, Since both of us, we suffer injuries often. Yeah. Sometimes I we don't have the ability or the possibility to run outside. Yeah. And so sometimes using a bike is helpful, which in lockdown isn't easy to find. No, it's true that there's often the easiest thing to get a workout in or some form of mm -hmm. exercise is to go out and go for a run. But yeah, the impact is not easy on our joints. And yeah, as you say, we're prone to injuries. It wasn't always easy. So we did have to come up with very inventive ways to use a little space in our house, whatever it was, to get a circuit training in and stuff. And the amount of YouTube videos I watched true, to yeah, try to learn true. and to take inspiration from different places to put together some things and just... To somewhat stay sane and keep moving during the lockdown was important for me. What did you do? You did also circuit trainings? As I do a team sport, at the very beginning, our season got cancelled. Yeah. So that was a big uh, bummer and was forced to go home to Switzerland. And thankfully, we were always allowed to, to go out once for exercise in Switzerland because I know certain places didn't even have that in Italy and different places in Italy, but in France. But in Switzerland, we could go out once a day for exercise so I would often try to go out at least to do my exercise I didn't often run because as you say I had different niggles and stuff but outdoors I could create a circuit of some sort to get exercise in and just for my mental health that was important to get one fresh air and two some movement but you also start to be a bit kinder to yourself where yeah, it's not about time it's not about distances it's just about feeling good mm -hmm. and just getting some form of exercise in I start I had to do that but I actually I know some people really got unmotivated. Well, they, they were motivated for a bit, but then lockdown just kept mm -hmm. on going for a long time. And it was really hard for people to keep up some exercise and stuff. But I, I somehow managed to... To keep your motivation, motivation up? Yeah. And I think having our brother and our dad 
there too helped. helped. I think it definitely took more creativity to find a way to work out. And I also think for training, some people were able to take some pressure off themselves since there were no deadlines, there was nothing coming up, everything was canceled. You have the time to do whatever you want. And so you don't have to rush to attain that certain PB by this day and whatever. So for that, I think it helped some people. Yeah. And at some point I got worried that maybe basketball wouldn't run again because it's an indoor sport, it's contact. So it, it felt like it was going to be a really hard sport to get back up and running. Mm -hmm. And we have had definitely our challenges last season. I was so privileged to be able to play and compete, but we had to jump through many hurdles to get there and test a lot and no public and different lockdowns and shutdowns and so it's still very complicated with the covid and who knows how it's going to go this year but hopefully we'll be able to to have a season where there's not too many disruptions and stuff so i'm really fortunate for that yeah, yeah. it's definitely not we're not at the end of the tunnel and we're not quite sure what's going to happen with this covid but something that i would like people to remember regardless of where we head Yeah, is that stay with me with this thought but we're all human beings in a way we are all in this life together trying to figure out trying to figure out life nobody has anything figured out kind of you know no I everybody's yeah. on their journey and every day you have to figure out something new and I think that we have to try to remember to not divide our world too much in I don't know what direction we're heading but just to remember to be kind to all human beings and remember that everybody has their own journey and everybody's just a human being and they have a heart a beating heart like yours and they're not that much different and so to just remember not to create this like divided world world I, I hope and I pray that that's not where we're headed and I just I just hope that everybody has a bit of heart to just try to establish more of that community and loving family that there was in that lockdown. Everybody was a bit more supportive because everybody was in that situation. And I remember in Italy, everybody was putting signs off their balcony that we're all in this together and it's going to end. And just remember to have that solidarity still yeah. now with everybody. Because it does seem like we have shifted in a very divided sphere and the media has not helped. It has heightened fears and divisions And you're absolutely right. It seems like we have gone away from the original messages of hope that we were holding on to at the very beginning. It was something mm -hmm. new that everyone was experiencing. So we were a lot more kind to one another. And there was a lot more... Yeah, it felt like more compassion and love for the other. And now it, it, it does feel like a divided space where... In some ways, you don't want to say your opinion on certain topics because you're scared to be shut down. So I still remain hopeful that everybody will have the heart to just be kind to everybody yeah. and to remain with that will to have a strong world where everybody's just more loving and, and kind to each other. And I think that was our message all along from the beginning with when COVID started, like just remember to slow down and just tap into what's important. Yeah, we're all in this life together, every one of us. Yeah, and hopefully we there are certain things that open up again where we're able to see the the loved ones that are so so important to us but let's not rush back to things like over consuming things that mm -hmm. we don't need and taking certain things for granted yes we we were thinking about doing this episode because 
we were talking about how for us it's still wild to think that wearing masks has become a normal thing you know just look back two years ago people it was not normal no it if was, you ever saw someone with a mask you thought what do they have? yeah they have a weird disease that we're gonna get away from <laughs> and now we get it we're getting away from people with without the mask so i mean just let's tap in back to what's important just realize please appreciate how wild this world has become it is a bit wild. let's go back <clears throat> it's it's not a normal state and because for me it's still weird i still talk to my friends and i when i wear a mask i'm like this i don't want this to be my normal this is weird Yeah, I hope I hope we get back to a point where we don't have to or we're not worried to go into crowds or we're not worried to help mm. a stranger because we think about exactly. No, I hope we get to a point where that there's not even a thought, but who knows when we'll get there. And if you think about it, it's sad when you say that because we see a stranger and we don't even want to approach the stranger because of fear and it's it's sad. It is there is it's, it, there there are certain sad points that covid has brought and that's one of them that we're afraid of people and it's yeah it's scary but can we talk about one weird thing though how many like the facial feature is important the nose and jaw wow it does define the face the amount of hidden surprises that i've gotten when someone takes off a mask you're like oh oh yeah some for the positive and some for the negative you're like Oh, that was a mustache that we were keeping hidden. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about the mustache. We actually have a funny story. We were in this coffee shop. There was this uh, barista, so the <laughs> the guy that was serving the coffee behind the counter that had the mask. And our mom was telling Shannon how, ooh, I think he might be a good match. She, I wasn't there. She FaceTimed oh, me. Oh, you were not there? Yeah, okay. So she definitely, she was talking to Shannon with, on FaceTime saying, I found a guy for you i think he's gonna be good whatever and we go back to the coffee shop and the guy takes off his mask and i am no joke kidding he looks like adolf hitler like he has the mustache just like hitler and so my mom seeing that she was like whoa no no not a good match not a good <laughs> and i mean might be a good guy but just like it's true the facial I've I've had surprises too, like going back to the gym when they allowed to take your mask off and you see people that, oh, oof, what they're hiding under there yes. is quite something. True, true. That's true, that's true. But, oh man, COVID. There's a lot of things that we could talk about and it has changed our lives. Some things definitely for the good and that it's given us a lot of precious moments with people we love and we're so fortunate for that but it has also yeah taken away time away from other people that we love and it's, it's made people also some sometimes a bit selfish too yeah and fearful and we were just hoping to make this episode just to give us give you a bit of what we're thinking and how We just hope that you appreciate how bizarre this whole world has gotten. And if we could just try back to not go back to our normal, but to a different, to, kind, to of. A different kind of normal for us and try to foster a more sustainable life, being kinder to each other, compassionate, and just remain positive and hopeful and tapping into what's actually really important. Yeah, well said. Well, thank you so, so much for listening. And yeah, we do recognize though that... There are many elements to it and that for many people, and for us too, it, it, it is still ongoing hard. I mean, there's no denying it. 
there are elements that have changed our world and are really, really hard. And as you said, the division is crazy and it's overwhelming and we're young and we haven't been able to do things that young people do. Sure. And, and so we're not saying that it hasn't been extremely, extremely hard and we're so empathetic to how hard it, it has been for a lot of people. Yeah. But there are also some important lessons that we can hopefully all take away and learn and, and remember that what is really, really important is our health and the people we love and our friends. And yeah, and to keep that in mind when things slowly reopen and to have compassion for one another. Couldn't have said that any better. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> well, wherever you guys are in this crazy world of ours, we hope you have a wonderful